I'm one of the good boys, being Chris, on the internet one day. I'm Chris said to you, let's make a podcast, boy, come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? It's new with a tear in his eye. We've got stories that people tell each other from Louisiana Fire to the city of Mumbai. Oh, you mean urban legends. And the podcast was Irving Legends with Bill and Chris. You take care, y'all. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Urbane Legend, the long-running, almost painfully so, podcast about urban legends and adjacent subjects. Uh, I am uh, 1940s Baseball Hall of Famer, Fips Switchers, and with me uh, is a very special guest. Not only is our guest a cat, but uh, our guest is the mayor of the Funchima Prefecture in Japan. It is Mr. Meow Meow. Mr. Meow Meow. Arigato. Arigato. Hi, uh, Meow Meow. How, how are you doing? Uh, yeah, doing all right, you know. How's, um, how, how's it been? How, oh, very good. Chase very a string around. Very nice. How's it being the mayor of the Funchima Prefecture? Um, it's all right. Nah, not really. Can't be bothered with that. Is it mainly a ceremony? More like a ball of a nap. Yeah, yeah. Like all cat related things. Have you um, have you uh, have you enacted any particular policies that we should know about? Um, yeah, we everyone has to chase a ball around. Okay, uh, do, do you, uh, is the an hour a day? You know, it's the last bit of exercise. Is the other like in China where they make people do um do exercises before they go and make iPhones for fifteen hours a day and have to put up suicide nets. No, it'd be good because then you'll sort of live longer so you can uh, you know make, make more produce, iPhones. Produce more for a glorious iPhone for Um so is the Funchima prefecture mainly cats or, or is it all cats. Human? All it's cats all, all the time. Okay. Oh okay. No no need for humans other than to um and homeless, yeah, yeah. Well, really, it's you know, it's the ultimate cat kind of fantasy. What we decide is, you know, you humans are fine for feeding us and you know, paying for us and housing us. But if you could just fuck off after that, that'd be great. Um, the ultimate cat fantasy. So yeah, just come and drop some food off and then just piss off, really. And so, uh, I was watching a documentary uh, about cats, and the the there's a uh, from Japan actually. There's a cat psychologist. And he was saying the difference between cats and dogs is dogs go, the, the human feeds me and it gives me strokes and it homes me and stuff. So to me, the human is good. Like yeah. that. Whereas a cat looks at a human and goes, Mark. The, human, the human feeds me, the human strokes me, the human pounds me. So I must be good. So the cat yeah. sees it as like, well, that means that I'm doing. Got a healthy ego. Yeah. Cats have got d- a healthy dogs ego. Dogs just, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, if I was a dog, then yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably feel bad about myself as well. I, um, saps, you know, in this world, Chris, there's winners and losers. There's just cats and dogs. Cats and dogs, that's it. That's, um, We're on top, dogs are at the bottom. That is that part of the um, Anne Randian book that you're currently writing during your spare time as man? <laughs> got no time for books. Got no time, time for philosophy or nonsense. <laughs> Nap, naps and naps and eating, that's what it's all about. Uh, possibly, less. possibly the Epicureans. Yeah, I was going to say, do you consider yourself an yeah. Epicurean? <laughs> I, I, I consider the Epicureans, near, you know, as close to almost cat. coming up to the level of cats. Yeah, 
you know. Oh, that's nice. The best of you, the best of your species, and that isn't saying much. It's not saying a lot, is it? Not saying I'm, a lot. I'm one of them. I'm, yeah, a, I'm, a exactly. spe- I'm a species traitor, I guess. Yeah. Um, I uh, I had to get my cat's teeth done, and I, so we had a weight. Yeah. And uh, her weight to me, like my weight compared to hers, is the same as my weight is to an elephant. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, I wouldn't mind being an elephant's pet if it was like feeding me. Yeah, you know, it gave me a warm place to live. It'd be all right. Found on my computer. <laughs> be fine, <laughs> wouldn't it? I was thinking of writing a sci- like a, a sci-fi book where humans become the ruled pet. over by elephants. Yeah, yeah, the planet of the elephants. Yeah. Uh, no, where humans become the pets of uh, very advanced aliens. That sounds a, like an episode of Star Trek that's already been written. Well, you don't know that though. It could just I don't be know that. that it could just be that I've come up with. A, I mean, you'll be very cat about this. It could yeah. just be that I've come up with a good idea. Not impressed as ever. Fair enough. Well, um, do, got any got any elections coming up? No, we don't. I mean, more of a dictatorship, is yeah, it? Yeah, more. Yeah, more or less. It's well, no, we just we're an autonomous collective, really. We just do what we like. Mm, very nice. You find right. once you do that. See, yeah. what you do is you have got to get people to look after you, and then all of these dis- yeah. all of these troubles disappear. So it's a big government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of like a huge like huge state. It's fine. Yeah, because um, we don't pay any tax, do we? So, but with a but with a, with a standard living wage. Yeah. See what you what, what I'd say to your government is actually just remove all tax, but mm-hmm. then increase public Dumb. spending a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> not a not a problem on the first one. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, just borrow the money. Borrow Turns it. out there is a magic money tree. It's called finance. Yeah, if it By the time anyone finds it's out, it's the, called, the world will have burnt anyway. Yeah. It was made up anyway. Uh, okay, well, um, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast. Run that one to the ground. <laughs> Record time. <laughs> Stop. So my cat's being a dick. Wait. Stop. I'm going to call a podcast. No interest. You want feeding or whatever? Yeah, we've got food. There's cats for you. There's food there, and she's trying to hide the food so that yeah. the other cat can't have the food. Even want some other food? Even though there's an infinite supply this of food. Shit. Give, give me something else. Infinite supply of food. Hey. Hello. Wait, made the Hall of Fame yet? Switch bitches or whatever we're calling it. Fit switchers. Fit switch. Fit switchers. Yeah, uh, you play for the New York Yankees, I believe. I play for the Yankees. And uh, you're good. You're um. You're going up for uh, for the the record. I think it's been held since Beirut. Beirut, yeah. Beirut, yeah. No, Beirut. Uh, the tubby yeah. lad who used to play for the Yankees. You know. Yeah, that's you, you'd right. You'd know. You'd know him being a famous baseball player, Chris. Well, I used to. I used to play with him, of course. Um, in the thirties. In the thirties and forties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was his uh, second baseman. Okay. And, what, yeah. and, you, and, you're, and you're still at it. What, 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 what's the <laughs> you're, you're remarkable. You don't have to do a lot of running at second base, I'll tell you that much. Just because you do so many bunts? I uh, very much, when when they tried to get taking loads of cocaine speed out of baseball, I went the opposite direction. Okay. Have <laughs> you managed I've, to keep that head? Something. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been the right should, people. Let's just say that um, my fa- my face shows that it's had a bit of a journey. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm still going. I'm an octogenarian, and I'm still playing second base for the Yankees. And I'm, I'm only only now, uh, because I'm not very good, but um, only now am I getting <laughs> into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Just, they just decided, oh, we might as well. Might as well, yeah. Just, just maybe, maybe you'll retire. Exhausted everyone else, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, You've also uh, got the record number of pop flies, I believe. I'm definitely yeah. not just making up baseball terminology. I've, no, I've, I've, I've popped the most have you, flies. Have you bunted many pop flies <laughs> um, into, the, into the end zone? I've done many a bunt because uh, I'm not much of a not much of a switch hitter. But, um, Do you know what a bunt is, actually? Yeah, so you just hold the bat in both hands yeah, and go, after you, I believe you have to say it's the ball thrown at you. It's um, just so the other people can run round, isn't it? And yeah, you run. just you hit it like minimally, or you just let it yeah. just say come off so that they have, to, they have to then run and pick it up. So as you say, you can an yeah. easy way to get to first base. When you're not going for a home run. Which of course, oh, not normally. Not, would. not with these. Uh, adult knees and hips. Yeah. hundred-year-old arms. More, more machine than man now, aren't you? Pretty much, yeah. First, uh, first, first cyborg introduced to the Hall of Fame. Yes. But not the last. No, no. It's the future. It is the future. Um, okay. Would you like to... That's enough of that. Would you like to... <laughs> More than enough, whatever that was. <laughs> Fuck's sake, far too much of it. <laughs> yeah, too much. Too rich. Too rich for my blood. Uh, so, Neil, this week... It's your, I am... your story, I believe, Chris. Yeah, it's my story. Thanks very yeah. much. Get your hands off it. Don't yeah. even look at it. So I'm just having a little feel. Don't feel it. Don't look yeah. at it. Are you looking at my story? Yeah. No, why not? It's gorgeous. Um, it's the terrifying tale of Penelope, the monster of the Sierra Nevada. Mm. Sounds scary, doesn't it? It does when you say it like that. Well, and this is by Brent Swanser. Hey, Brent. Hi, Thanks. Brent. Thanks from... for writing the article that we sniffly slag off. <laughs> This is the entire basis for our podcast. Uh, it's from January the 8th, this very year. Oh, up to date. Neil, 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 this very year. This year? What, year of our Lord 22? Yes. 2022? This very year. This very year, why? And it has had 284. What a year it's been, Chris. What a year. Oh, and this well, may be the very pinnacle of it. This could be <laughs> the very tippity top of this year. Uh, and it's had 284 shares, either on Facebook or Twitter. Good to know. Popular article. It is a popular article. Not the Rightly most. Po- so. Not the most popular article. Not but particularly popular. It's more. It's going to be a more popular article than the podcast is popular. So, yeah. you know. Um, so sleep easy, Brent. Swanser. We're just hitching on your coattails. Your very modest coattails. That's it. Just you know, pull I ourselves mean, up the next rung of the ladder. The good <laughs> scrappy underdogs that we are. The good thing about uh, having quite a small podcast is literally anyone we take the piss out of is punching up. Yeah, <laughs> we are we are at the bottom punching up. That's what's it's happening. It's going to be if it ever gets any success, things are going to be. We're going to have to think oh, a bit harder like, about the stuff we say. I'm going to turn around with a quickness. We <laughs> did a one eighty and a lot of apologising. 
I mean, don't, oh, we're going to have to rethink our entire. <laughs> we'd, 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 really, we'd really like to sign you up, guys, to the radio station. But I mean, like, would you be willing to edit the bits out of the show where you claim that Simon Cowell filmed snuff movies in the Golden Triangle? No, absolutely no, not. That's, absolutely inter- not. that's, that's integral. That's integral to, to the podcast. past. But for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, that was part of our scoring round for some reason. Yeah, but it was a, it was an integral part of why something was spooky or not. I can't yeah. remember. Exactly. Nothing spookier than what Simon Cowell gets up to another day. On the Mekong River, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> so, Neil. What started the Vietnam War? Yeah. Allegedly, all of the above. So, shall I begin? Might as well. Might as well, eh? So, the Sinera the start, <laughs> powerful start. Oh, oh. The blocks. The Sierra Nevada Mountains, which lie in the western United States between the Central Valley of California and the Great Basin, have long been known as a place of natural grandeur and beauty. Indeed. It is a majestic realm full of natural history and imbued with biodiversity, a destination for people to engage in all manner of outdoor activities. Mm. Yet beneath this veneer of natural beauty and grandeur are some very sinister and strange stories of the supernatural. Oh, no. One of these involve a shambling, hulking monster that caused legends to reverberate around it to this day. Sounds terrifying. That's far, Chris. You're quite a hulking, shambling monster, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, that's Is how it, I've been described by my neighbours, my co-workers. It, that's how you describe yourself on Myself. Tinder, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in honesty and transparency, Chris. You know, not, not what you're true. getting. Not true, is it? <laughs> um, so they have a fine arts degree from. And before anyone starts emailing, it's fine for me to say that because I'm also a hulking, shambling monster. All right, it's our words for us. Um, the Sierra Nevada have long had tales of a very strange entity lurking in the woods here, described as pale, very thin, almost skeletal woman standing seven feet tall. And well, until you until you got into the gender there, I was thinking Pete Doherty. <laughs> I was thinking Pete Crouch. I wouldn't want to run into him in the Sierra Madrid or what, yeah, pretty much. Well, or, or in North it, London or whatever he'd be hanging out these days. Camden. Somewhere in front, yeah. Um, I don't know, he's probably in France or something, isn't he? That's probably sure. The Mekong Delta with cow. <laughs> business. Probably. Yeah. probably by this point, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, almost skeletal woman standing seven feet tall, wearing no clothes, and with freakishly long arms and a twisted, deformed face. And Ooh, a fil- used to say? Filthy, mangled, matted no. mane of light hair. One man's meat is another man's poison. Might not so, be. You quite like that. Long arms for a hugging. Uh, you know, <laughs> and other things, and a pegging. More hugging for the bugging. Yeah. Um, the best you... <laughs> they say the more twisted the face, the, the more... faster the pace. <laughs> uh, uh, the more loving in that case. Yeah. Um, the bestial wretch is usually said to look like a sort of feral and bestial witch and her reputation is one of a fierce and aggressive presence that will attack people on site with her sharp teeth and claws. Well, as we've often, we've often said, you know, witches, you know, it's usually just some, you know, 
woman. Just an excuse to <laughs> harass some lone woman. Just you, know, yeah. just, you know, selling herbs or pins or wanting to vote or something equally awful like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm glad that people have stopped harassing women. That's good, isn't it? Things have moved on. Yeah, it's nice that we've progressed somewhat in the last 2,000 years. We haven't, you know, completely still hung on to all of that behaviour. So, this creature is known as Penelope. Mm. And the legend has spawned several versions of where she came from and how she came to be this way. The main story goes that Penelope was once a normal human woman who was travelling through the Sierra Nevada with her husband when they were hit by a brutal and relentless snowstorm that caused their car to career off the road. I'll Mm. just say one thing. Oh, okay, so this is quite recent then. So I'll say one thing as well. Penelope, I always thought that's quite a sort of twee English name. I don't. I'm not actually sure what the like Penelope Cruz. Spanish name. She's is it Spanish? Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. It just sounds quite posh, doesn't it, Penelope? You don't think that's because you're basically just basing that all on Penelope Keith, the posh actress? Yeah, or the um, <laughs> puppet. <laughs> in the, the, um, was it Lady Penelope? He's got driven around by her. Yeah, from um, limo or whatever. Yeah, from Thundercats. No, oh, no, not kind of cats. No, I know what you mean. The, the Jerry Anderson thing. Yeah. Thunderbirds. Who are, of course, defeated by the Thundercats. Actually, ancient Greek <clears throat> in origin. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, there was in, in the Odyssey. So the, um, she was weaving the, um, the web of mm-hmm. the suitors, wasn't she? Yes. So, yeah, you, an ancient, giving your child an ancient Greek name would be quite posh in England, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's quite Western sort of posh, yeah. Like Lord Juice. <laughs> um, so, the husband was supposedly killed instantly in the crash with some versions of the story offering the gruesome detail that he was decapitated and even that his head ended up in her lap. Penelope ran off into the raging storm in a panic, her husband's blood all over her. Never leave the car, Chris. Really? Even if it's on fire? Special. No, that'll keep you tasty warm. <laughs> it's awful snowdrift. You should keep near the vehicle, shouldn't you? Yeah, so people can spot you from the sky. That's what you do in the outback anyway, but it depends on the scenario, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure the snowstorm in the Sierra Nevadas is the same as the outback rule, is it? Um, I don't know. How much water has she got? Well, there's snow. That's, well, <laughs> that's true. That's the, what, the, literally, yeah, the, la- the, the yeah. land is made of water at that point. Well, you say that, but, you know, a few hours of the mid- midday sun, that's all melted off. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, well, you, you didn't pick up on the fact that snow is water, so I'm not necessarily going to take tips from you on survival. <laughs> um, you, no, but you try and you try that snow, it's going um, oh, to... Your internal temperature is going to go down. My teeth hurt. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, actually, this is... The, oh, I learned this go. from Ray Mears... You must oh. set a fire, and you've mm. got to melt the snow. Because if you try and eat it, you'll, it'll drop your temp- internal temperature down. Yeah, dangerously. So you can only you can melt it and then drink it. Okay. Well, thanks, Neil. There you go. Right. If you've been in an avalanche, Chris, <laughs> you should. But you, know I, you know, I, you know, I have. you know which way's up and which way's down. So then you can dig out because you can get lost in the snow, and you you might think you know which way up is, but you're actually digging deeper into the avalanche. But surely, eventually, you'd warm up because you'd get quite close to the Earth's core. That's true. 
So, you've not fought this for three minutes, have you? It's a win-win situation. Yeah. We're going to have a I mean, I imagine what that'd be like 10, 15 minutes later. You'd probably be at the air school. You know, if you, so if you not put a bit that. of effort into it. Yeah, if you put your back into it. Yeah. If you're not willing, if you're not, if you're, you're not, not willing to, willing, then why you willing start? to use a bit of elbow grease, elbow, frankly. You know, you're trying, you're, if you're someone who's just going to lay there under snow and wait for a dog to dig you out, then, yeah. you know. St. Bernard's are busy creatures. Very busy. They've got... Um, Town around brandy for every lazy cunt that gets slowed by an avalanche. Uh, right. You beat me us halfway. <laughs> so, the main version of the story <laughs> says that she wandered the wilderness for several days, delirious and half-mad with grief, living off berries and insects. Mm-hmm. Very modern. Berry diet, that's good. Yeah. Protein and uh, vitamins. That's nice. Bit of roughage, yeah. Fiber. She'll have no problems going to the toilet. Important. Uh, and when another storm <laughs> well, hit, was in... sorry. When another storm hit, she sought shelter in a large metal drum that had contained toxic waste. I'll be honest, with you, she's not having a good week, is she? Not having a good week. It's not, it's not going. Well. I mean, fair play to her. I probably would have just laid down and died at that point. Uh, yes. So there's a large metal drum that had contained toxic waste that had seeped out to create a sludge around it. It was not the are most... You, are you sure this isn't like a trauma, maybe? I think, yeah, it's like the <laughs> it Toxic Crusaders, like a, isn't it? It sounds like an origin story. Of of toxic Crusaders, yeah. yeah. Or, um... She was really having a bad day. She goes to have a fucking... George, Clooney, George Clooney's first film, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, I've not seen it. I've almost hunted that. To be honest, it's one of those ones, though. The title's probably way more amusing than the actual film. Yeah, than the one, actual film, yeah. Which I assume is just like five minutes of tomato puppetry and just a lot of them standing around talking. I think they just like, they just filmed him walking around that tomato festival in Spain where people chuck loads of tomatoes at each other. Oh, that'd be kind of rad. <laughs> that'd be rad. Totally rad. Radical. All right, Donatello, what's going on here? <laughs> well, well, Michael Andrews. I was just doing lots of oi oi oi's or whatever it was. Yeah, so, so you've, you've changed that. I'm going to become a teenage boots. mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> they go back to the 80s. Like, that's the perfect idea. Fair enough. All right, apparent. Um, so it was not, in, like, slightly underselling it, it was not the most ideal shelter. A male drum built toxic it's waste. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. ideal. Uh, not ideal. But she was apparently so cold and desperate for shelter. He's a glass half full guy, Chris. Yeah. Because um, we're a couple of miserable pricks. I know. Right I know. It's here. bad, isn't it? It's bad. So, oh, it's constant so whinge. Some... Oh, bit too much toxic waste in Baron, is there? <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. Beggars can't be cheesers. You literally sounded like Prime Minister's question time there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah, fast forward no three years. No politics. <laughs> yeah. No politics. Um, the thing is, Chris, if we'd voted in Labour, mm. it would have been worse, wouldn't it? Yeah. Contrast with the economy. New Labour, new danger. Yeah. Um, so, but she was apparently so cold and desperate for shelter that she crawled in to spend the night uh, stuffed into the dark and sleeping on a sheen of toxic waste. When she starts growing that second head, that'll keep her warm. Well, she gets tall, doesn't she? So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure the people at Pfizer have been down there to try and find out if they could make a race of basketball players. Um, so, apparently, this foul toxic sludge changed her and mutated her to become the beast she is known today, bursting forth from a metal drum to terrorise the countryside. 
prowled about for prey to stave off her insatiable hunger. With hikers, campers and rangers, the football team, all fair game. Some versions of the story say that she was tracked down by a poissy of law enforcement and proved to be impervious to their weapons as she lashed out and killed them all. Yeah. There were many tales of people coming back from the wilderness talking of having found the disemboweled bodies of these victims as well as animals that had been torn apart by something very powerful. And so, although, what, what era are we in here? I'm getting very confused. This is like an episode of Archer. We don't know yet. So there's cars, there's posses, and there's toxic waste. Well, there's, there's always posses. Posses is just a group. No, but yeah, I, I get that. That out. could be, wouldn't necessarily be you. I kind of tend to think like well, you're 20s and before Well, right. I am thinking a bit of the Wild West, yeah. But people all still form That was, that was your peak days. posse time, wasn't it? Yeah, that was dossy posse. That yeah. was uh, party posse. But, um, no, that was, um, what's his face? That was... Uh, what? Yeah, DiCaprio's. Uh, what uh, the Brat Pack? No. But oh no, that's, that was Frank Sinatra. Pussy Posse. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Let's Everyone know. loves DiCaprio, but he won't go out with anyone once they hit twenty-five. Oh god, yeah, I saw that. There's some like Rob. <laughs> he's like you know, his age going up, and all yeah. the age of his girlfriend at twenty-three. Yeah, everyone just yeah, yeah. Nice work <laughs> if you can get it. <laughs> it is what it is. There would be many tales, blah blah blah, uh, and although. This seems as there must surely be nothing but an urban legend and a spooky campfire story. There have been quite a few actual accounts from witnesses who swear Penelope is real. See, I'm thinking we could get DiCaprio to star in the movie of Penelope. Because he did that fucking boring movie, didn't he, where he hid inside a cow or whatever. And he did it all for real, like he was out in the woods for like two weeks and got, I can't remember, it was The, the Revenant or something. Oh right, yeah, I've not seen it. It looked yeah, boring. It's fucking tedious. But um yeah, so could, yeah, we could I'm, I'm sure we, we could get show him in a toxic we could get him to, to be in the film version of the podcast Urban we'll Legends. Get, we get him driving up with Ben Affleck and then we blow the car up and then make him go out and sit in the snow for three weeks and then go and have a kip in a toxic barrel and see what happens. Yeah. Just film all of that. Yeah, why not? That, I mean that, I'm, I'm not sure. Stretch, be I'm not skin. sure I'm not sure what budget stretches to the camp but <laughs> I reckon it'd be game. He wants a challenge, doesn't he? He's going to get this. That's how he's going to get that next Oscar. You want a challenge? Date someone who's 30. Uh, Not that kind of challenge. Not that kind of challenge, no. Not dating another dating another fully formed adult. Um, So. Not having opinions and stuff at 24. Oh, Oh, that's off putting. So. Some of the best accounts come from. Oh, here we go. Here's someone to look up. Yeah. Paranormal researcher Lon uh, Strickler. Right, let's have a look. Oh, I smell uh, grifter. <laughs> Lon Strickler. Of, of, the, of the site Phantoms and Monsters, who's been investigating the Penelope legend for years and has collected several first-hand accounts from people who claim to have encountered the beast. Lon, not Don. L-O-N. Lon, yeah, 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 I got it. He's a 14 researcher, so that's a good sign. Is it? Yeah. In the Annals of Bullshit, 14 <laughs> times is very high up. Okay. It's like the Cambridge of completely fictional nonsense. Oh, cool. So, one of these is an account from 2012 from a witness known only as L.R., who claims that at the was time... Was that Lon? 
Lon, yeah. Lon Rickler. <laughs> he literally just got rid of the ST at the start of his name. Very uh, lazy hustle. Who claims that at the time he was camping in an RV with his teenage son in the Sierra Nevada mountains near Tioga Lake. On this evening, around 12.30am, the witness claimed that his son had gone to bed and he was going over some maps drinking, is what I'm yeah, thinking. Okay. <laughs> maybe a little, maybe a little, <laughs> a little, little bit wacky of wacky, a little bit of pot, yeah, pot smokes, pot yeah. rash. But Mary, Mary Jane's coming out for oh, review. hello Mary, yeah, fancy meeting you here. Um, so he was going over some maps, puff puff, puff puff, don't pass. Sun's gone yeah. to bed. No, there's no sun. The sun's made up as well, I think. Yeah. I think this guy lives in his RV. Stoned hysteria. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, uh, I've seen Reefer Madness. I know what happens when you have a joint. When the sun Lucky he's not torn his own face off. Well, he peeled it off. Yeah. I thought my face was an orange. Peeled it off with a spoon. <laughs> oh, it was a watermelon, he said. Oh. <laughs> Stunned on Lucas. Yeah, exactly. They call it dope for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, Got when them the, right, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Reagan. So, all right, I'll, I'll start this bit again. So, on the evening around 12.30 a.m., the witness claimed that his son had gone to bed during a wild marijuana hallucination. Yeah. Uh, and he was going over some maps, which we think means drinking moonshine, Yeah. Um, when the stillness of the night was pierced by an eerie high-pitched scream. Oh, no. The witness says of what happened next. At first I thought it was a coyote. Then it, but then it was a single scream and it sounded more human. Like a woman scream. I opened the RV door and stood silent in the doorway. Once again, the high-pitched scream started. This time it woke my son. We both stood at the now door. scream was coming from me. <laughs> And I was screaming in my son's face. <laughs> we posted at the door as the scream continued from the direction of the mountain. After about 10 minutes, the scream stopped. And we both went to bed. Something started me while I was sleeping because I woke up in a panic. I looked at my Coming watch. down. It was 2.40 a.m. Then all of a sudden, the same high-pitched screams erupted outside the RV. As it started, my son jumped out of his rack and fell on the floor. I grabbed my forty-four just in case. As we looked out through the windshield in the moonlight, it was bright enough to illuminate a tall, thin creature with light-colored skin. My son yelled, zombie? It did look like a human female form, but the face and the rest of the body looked really horrible. It reminded me of an old witch. No clothes, a deformed face, and a long, light-colored hair. Long arms and legs. I figured it stood almost seven feet, and it was walking away from the RV towards the lake. So, yeah. I've witnessed a count now. What'd you make she of was, it? She was just as terrified as him. Yeah. I think Gwendolyn Christie's just got out for a walk in the Sierra Nevada, <laughs> and he's just really judgmental about people's looks. Well, could be. I'm glad that he had his 44 with him, though. Never go yeah. anywhere without your gun. I'm surprised he didn't let up a clip or two, to be honest with you. <laughs> <Fuck>. Killing his son. <laughs> yeah. 
And he'd had two <laughs> guns. Doing his severely wounding himself. He could have prevented this. <laughs> so. All right, we're set, we're, it's still it's continuing. This so she was just so she was off having a scream, and then she hadn't came out of the scream a little bit closer, and then fucked off. Well, it continues. I didn't realise. Ah, okay. Because there's no... Uh, She's good, because that went absolutely nowhere. There's no talking marks. I had seen enough. I made sure everything was ready to go and drove out there ASAP. We ended up near Mono Lake. This is bear country, and I know there have been Bigfoot reports over the years. But what we saw was neither... Oh, but I had us Bigfoot. But what we saw was neither as far as I can tell... A few days later, I was able to talk to a ranger as he walked through the camping area. He was an older guy and quite engaging. I described what we witnessed. My son also verified what we had seen. The ranger got a serious look on his face and said that over the years, something similar had been reported a few times. He said they called it Penelope, but he didn't know why it got that name. That's all he knew. Mm. Uh, so that's the end of it. How's he know it wasn't a big foot? He's no Lon Strickler. Well, he is no Lon Strickler, but he, I think he could, he still has eyes in his face, presumably. Well, I've had nothing to do A lot of assumptions here, Chris. I've not, well, I would have thought that had he not had eyes in his face, that might have been part of the report. Or maybe they're leaving out specific information. Or the fact that he, he describes visual phenomena. Maybe may, may a subtle clue that he wasn't blind. I mean, and now I think about it. That's using sonar. Yeah, that's true. Like, like daredevil, daredevil bats. Yeah, uh, dolphins. Echo the dolphin, yeah. the most boring computer game in the world. Uh, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. Problem with platformers don't work when you're underwater. Um, <laughs> quite the graphics for the time, though. Yeah. So you say that back in those Mega Drive days, that was stunning looking. We don't make games like that anymore, Chris. I think blue skies. Blue skies. Clear aims. Clear aims, yeah. Everything's just set in like um, some post-apocalyptic world these days, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, Get enough of that going outside. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. There's not a lot of optimism around. <laughs> uh, so, Neil, very strange indeed. Well, no, certainly. Certainly strange. My, my terometer is in the red. Terometer. Yeah. Terometer. Terometer. Uh, and apparently the rangers actually are familiar with such tales. Mm-hmm. Another account from Phantoms and Monsters that Strickler also surmises seems as if it might be connected to the mysterious Penelope comes from a Steve M., Steve McLaren. Uh, yeah. And supposedly happened. Just standing there with his brolly, looking out Dutch, Nevada, and doing where it all went wrong. Supposedly happened just after Labor Day weekend of 2014. At the time, the witness was camping in the Mono Lake area around 5:30 post midday. They were loading up their gear into the car and preparing to head out to a nearby creek to do some fishing. What's your hurry, guys? Do a tailgate first. Yeah, Have come on. snacks. Yeah, crack a few whiskies. Uh, as they drove along the dark road um, with his wife and stepson, uh-oh, 
the witness claimed that he saw something thin and pale crawling along low to the ground, and it was so odd-looking that he slowed down to get a better look. Neil, it was a decision he would soon come to regret. No. (laughs) As what he and his wife saw in those headlines was definitely no normal animal and more like something out of a nightmare. The witness explains what happened next. Now, the first odd thing that I couldn't understand, besides the way it was crawling so low to the ground, uh, unlike a hunting cat, the legs were all wrong. What? No, you say. It's like human doing it, isn't it? Its knees seem to be backwards, but it was running on them. My fault that it was an escaped sheep or goat that had broke the knees and it was running for its life because it was moving so fast. As it came closer and closer towards us, I could hardly take my eyes off those freaky legs. I'll tell you. Oh, look at them gams. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong way around. Oh, that's, right. oh, that's how I like them, girl. <laughs> Backwards. You go, kick you, kick you. I still lay awake Ooh, at night. Oh, it's a freaky one. Right. He's on the wrong way around. If only, if only my wife had stepped somewhere here, I thought, oh. to, I thought to myself, my mind turned into the perverted. <laughs> I still lay awake at night, puzzled by how they were working. I've not seen any mammal move this way. The closest thing would be a crab or insect. The front and back legs move together. It was along along sideways, was it? It was on its like, like it was on its like elbows and knees, but the legs were backwards. Right. So a bit like that scene from The Exorcist, which goes yeah, down the stairs. Pretty much. Just, this is what he's misremembering. Yeah. Um, there was no bouncing, swaying, galloping, or jumping like that of a mammal. The creature's torso, which is about four feet long, stay straight, low to the ground. And its arms and legs did all the work. To me, it looked like a puppet with a marionette moving it along. So unreal, like one of those HR Geiger alien creatures. <laughs> I like references. Yeah. It's shown climbing around super fast with only its arms and legs moving. I mean, I remember mentioning the HR Geiger aliens more looking like penises, to be honest with you, rather than crawling around on their hands and legs. But yeah. Well, that's what I mean, but, but we, all, we all remember different the things that interested yes. us in the movie. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> the things which drew the, drew one's eye. <laughs> I think it's distinctly intentional. I disagree. Fair enough. So many a psychologist. Um, by this time, my wife could only get out, what the hell? As we saw it from a yes. 50 yeah, look at it. <laughs> Oi, what's this? Just a getcha. Getcha. Get a 44. As we saw it from from maybe 50 yards away to about 20 yards. You could see it had no fur at all, just pale, sinewy, stretched skin all over its long, skinny, well-defined limbs. Its broken knees were long... uh, Its broken knees were long, skinny fingers or claws, a foot long or more. Its knees were claws. I think it's meant to say on its, but it doesn't. Oh, right, okay. The torso was maybe the size of a large goat. 
but it also had broad shoulders, very human. Possibly like this thing normally walks upright. That's what my wife kept pointing out, the daft bitch. <laughs> the shoulders made it look human. All of this was freaky, but we both stared intensely as to figure out what it was on my patch. Yeah, my conservatory. Toxic waste looking. To report report back to Violet Cray, Queen of the East End. Lovely. Uh, When we got closer, the face became more and more defined. The first second we laid eyes on it, the face and head did not make sense. But I put my mind at ease by saying to myself, well, it looks strange now, but when you get face to face, you'll see a familiar goat now, or a cat canine nose or a jackrabbit face. He's doing a lot of thinking this is going to turn into a goat, but it's clearly, yeah. yeah. No, the thing looked like it came out of a fucking horror movie, like a space alien creature or a humanoid monster. The nose I was looking for was not there, just a flat opening with two nose holes high up on the face. No ears, just small holes on the side of its head. No lugs. But whatever whatever they were, they were similar, smaller than humans for sure. It had high uh, brow ridge bones, but the skull did not have a huge human cranium. More like the size of a chimp. <laughs> it had a large chin that protruded, maybe strong jaw bones, but this part I totally don't get at all. The eyes I saw in his large eye sockets off in the distance, but I never reflected in the light. As it came nearer and nearer, I saw the colour red. Ooh. Not like a light that was glowing, but maybe many, many veins. The blood within was giving it the darkest colour on this pale beast. As we were within 10, 15 yards away, I only saw sockets and no eyeballs, like that of a blind cave fish. You compare it's, it to a lot of very distinct things, isn't it? <laughs> he's a man of the world. He's, he's a, a copy of, of the world. Yeah. Now, this blew me away. I thought, how this thing turned its head to glare at me with no eyes? Was it a ghost? But just as as it passed us and I came to a complete stop, I saw it zip into a chaparral and kick up dust. The ranger said, oh, yeah, that'll be Penelope. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you'll get a lot of of Penelopes around here. So, Neil, what do you think of that? It's an interesting-looking fellow, isn't it? Or lady? Well, yeah, I've heard... We've heard from a, a California surf bum and a Cockney, yeah, who are both reliable. And Chaz from Chaz and Dave, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't, um, yeah, they're not prone to making things up. Well, I can't really envisage. That was a bit of a weird description. So it looked a bit like a goat or something, and its knees were on backwards. Yeah, and it didn't have eye sockets or ears or hair. Mm. But was well, it had eye sockets, but it didn't have eye. It didn't have reflective yeah. eyes. So I had the socket. So kind of like a like a skull thing, but with a chimp's like a chimp ghost. Sounds like a ghost to me. Sounds ready. Exactly. And I'll be off making a big sandwich, probably large sandwich in the kitchen, and then running away. And unfortunately, 
this character continues. Oh, this thing had been flesh and blood for at least 15, 20 seconds as we observed it. I might add that there was no smell or anything or that we noticed. I should have taken a picture of the tracks, but I did not think to do so because I was very puzzled. Oh, my head! Puzzled! And I thought maybe we witnessed a ghost because of how unreal it appeared. Also, I was with my family. Can't get whipping the camera out, family here. Not with the family. And I'm very protective of them. Normally, if I'd been alone, I'd have been on a trail. <laughs> I would have cut it. <laughs> you want working on, boy. <laughs> um, what this thing was doing so close to the campground puzzles me. My wife said, even though I was only thinking it, that this thing seemed intelligent and it was creeping in the dark, mad at us for discovering it. The mouth was closed, but it had mouth was closed, but it had tight closed lips, almost seemed to grin. I did not see any teeth, large canine or flat herbivores. Its skull was that of a predator, not prey with eye sockets positioned on the front, not on the sides. I have seen many extraordinary things in my life, so I've learned to be a great eyewitness. Don't you fucking worry about that. I've seen many an extraordinary thing. You've seen ghosts, plenty of them. And not, and I do not jump to conclusions. I only observe, make note, and evaluate later. Is this seriously what it says? Yeah. Fair enough. My wife's the biggest sceptic I have ever met. In fact, that's why I love her. Well, Not Doris, fully... she won't even believe it. Sun's going to rise tomorrow. Until <laughs> <laughs> she sees it. She don't believe the world's rant. Not believe She does not believe in the many extraordinary stories I've told. She comes from a lifetime of cold, harsh reality. <laughs> no room for any stretch of the imagination. But now she's a believer and is afraid to this day of what is walking around in those Sierra Nevada man Well, that's what's going around Sierra Nevada. Who knows what's fucking going on? What's, what's going on in Whitechapel? Yeah. So, can this be related to a story of Penelope? Now, yet another possible sighting of the creepy monster Penelope comes from a witness called ZD who was staying with his wife at a remote fishing lodge called the Twin Lakes Resort near Bridgeport, California, around mm. the same time. Uh, I'm not going to do a voice for this one, Fair thankfully. Uh, <laughs> Dodged a bullet there, everyone. Yay! I didn't realise that was so long. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you long yet so aimless. <laughs> so long Actually, that so should be our motto. So meandering. <laughs> Uh, the couple had been heading out for a very early mornings for a day of fishing when they saw something pale and skeletal moving around low to the ground in the dim light of dawn and moving in a strange, disjointed fashion, it slimmed, not moving or bending in a natural way. They slowed down to get a better look. And ZD says of what they saw... Now, when my light came across the creature, it was crossing the road. We got the feeling we totally surprised it. 
As I turned on my high beams, it seemed to get very irritated and it turned its long human-like neck towards us and almost shock its head as it gave us a glare and started to double time along the road in our direction. We were getting closer, but instead of being able to, uh, to more positively ID the creature, I was only more confused, mostly because the thing's legs weren't broken at all. It was running on them like that. Lean, long limbs, but it was crawling, creeping impossibly low to the ground. It's torso no more than five inches from the ground. Yet it was moving in a strangely incredible pace. I wondered at first, with such long limbs, why it was so low and not running on the bottom of its hoofs or paws. How could it run so fast? The order of the feet landing was completely wrong too. Uh, and if it was really trying to retreat quickly, it was not bounding or bouncing or swinging side to side. Its limbs moved in unison like a crab or a spider. And it appeared to me uh, to be a puppet moved by a marionette. It's very bizarre. Mm, marionette again. Another one, yeah. They're quite heavily marionette-based descriptors in this area of California. Well, there's a lot of puppetry that goes on there. A lot of artists and puppetry, you know. Awful lot. Lots of big theatre. Too much, some would say. Well, maybe because I was so puzzled and troubled that I could not classify this as an animal, it kept me from flipping out when we got close enough to see the facial features. I should describe the features that I saw clearly and up close. As mentioned, a human-like torso, about four feet long, no tail, human-like haunches. As we passed it, I saw it was not shaved at all, and it was hairless and had pale skin. Its limbs were long, thin, very defined, muscled and sinewy. Although it was crawling close to the ground, it had very large human ape shoulders. I've only seen shoulders on upright uh, walking animals. It seemed to be running on its front knuckles or claws. Imagine a sloth, but a foot-long fingers or claws. So it's like that. It just sounds like Willem Dafoe thus far. Yeah, or um, Stephen Merchant. Yes. Uh, the skull had features closer to a human ape than any canine, cat, rodent, or a cervidae. Uh, the neck was thin and long, holding f- uh, a forward-gazing predator head. The skull seemed to have heavy, protruding eye ridge with a flat curve measing into a, la- a nasal opening. Then, even stranger, the mouth. There was no long snout. It was a tight-lipped human mouth with a large chin that almost seemed to grin. Definitely Stephen Merchant. But somehow, yeah. I knew that it was not a friendly gin. Almost evil. Yeah. But how would an animal have an evil grin, right? If that was enough to freak us out, then, then came the eyes. So, so, so far, so almost copy and paste from the last one, which makes me suspicious. Yeah, I'm sort of looking for a picture, of because I'm, I'm struggling to... Uh... I mean, really? puppet-like, yeah. I'm just struggling to envisage what the... Uh... Well, I imagine they aren't, they're moving like that, because that's kind of a puppet jerky yeah. motion. jerky crab-like, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really useful for people listening. Yeah, um, I was going to... I'd say not to point out that... Yeah. Um, I can describe what I was doing there. Yeah. Just shifting my shoulders from side to side, I guess. Much like my... a marionette might. Yeah, just imagine a puppet, and then you're you're halfway there. So, uh, at first sight, my headlights uh, lit this weird thing up as 
with all nocturnal animals, the first notable thing is always a reflection of its eyes in the car lights. Like the rest of the many animals I've seen on this tiny stretch of road, the glove was boned instantly. Well, not in this case. Uh, And of all the troubling things I observed, this is probably the most unexplainable. I was driving right into it, and I could see the eyebrow ridge. I saw deep eye sockets, but no shiny lights, large, sorry, or tiny eyes, just the sockets. Well, it's easy to explain. Obviously, she's got two black holes. Where her eyes yeah, exactly. Exactly. Simple. Yeah, As I was sure uh, to peer deep into whatever animals it was, eyes, as we came within 15 feet of it. Well, <clears throat> when the moment of truth came, my wife and I were horrified when all we saw were deep red sockets. Like the thing had no eyes, or there was a red membrane over them. Well, just well, I just about drove off the road and tried to track the thing, but something told me I'm better off just watching it run in a cloud of dust into the chaparral. They're using this, yeah, you see, they're using a lot of the same words as well. So this is ringing. This, these two accounts are using too many of the same words. And yes, either either one's read the other, or uh, yeah, some hoaxing going on. The frigging thing turned its head to look at us. It was grinning uh, all just with its red eye sockets and it zips away, never breaking its creep the crawl. So that's my sightings. I never heard or saw of a thing, the thing again, and I have no idea what it could have been. Nothing adds up. I really feel as if I was not supposed to see this thing. People like to say maybe it was an experiment gone wrong or a mutated, deformed animal, but what I have to say is that this thing wasn't sick or dying. It was strong, aware, fast, would kick the ass of whoever would mess with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is this in? Is this a relation? Any relation, or is there any relation between these sightings? Well, apart, from, I mean, what I would well, say, they I'd sound just, identical. Yeah, they sound identical. Well, they use exactly yeah. the same wordings. Yeah. Yes. And uh, both yeah, there's, there's a relation remain, between them. remain basically anonymous. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to say. <laughs> no, it really, really isn't. No, I mean, Whether if, you, if you're gonna, if you, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna make up stuff, like don't, like at least have the common courtesy to change a few words. But <laughs> the stories of this entity have gone on to the present, permeating the Sierra Nevada. Is it a ghost, a demon, merely a super, spooky, a spooky campfire story, or something else? It certainly is eerie and sinister. Though to think this is a creature is out on a prowl in this otherwise pristine and beautiful landscape. Uh, maybe if you're ever hiking, it's probably best to keep your eye out. You never know. And have your 44 at hand, folks. Yeah, don't forget your phone. Probably with an AR-15 in each pore as well. <laughs> each pocket. And a, and a magnum in your arse crack. Easy uh... access. So, uh, that's about it, that's really. About it. Yeah. That's so two, about two sightings it. of liberty. Three sightings. Three sightings. Yeah. Cockney, uh, Surfer Dude, and... Oh, I forgot one. about Surfer Dude, yeah. How could you forget about Surfer Dude? He was such a rounded character <laughs> yeah, I created. He was, he was great. <laughs> See, Surfer Dude is the most believable to me. There's like, you know, some screaming and then he saw some stuff. But the other ones are just very weirdly specific. 
and almost identical descriptions. But hey. Yeah. yeah. So, but hey. Um, yeah, I'm just having a look at some other stuff. That's pretty much the tale, Neil. No, fair enough. Should we move on to scores? Yeah, I reckon so, Neil. So, I think we've 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 milked banana pie. Milked my uh, my we've, reserve of we've squeezed the uh, urban ju- religion juice out of this cloth as and thoroughly as. And now it's and now it's time to drink our quarry. Yes, <laughs> so Neil, raise a toast to <laughs> yeah to Penelope. Uh, Neil, spookiness. Yeah, he's quite spooky. Um, the the kind of eerie nature of the way it's walking, I think that's mm, that's, that's quite good. That so you're out in the middle of nowhere, uncanny valley sort of weird yeah. moving human. I can imagine you go out camping in Sierra Nevada, and it's like you want to be one with nature, but you know nature's got to be respected. Yeah, you're going to have, you have a lovely booze and a few burgers and stuff. Yeah, fine. You know, nice, nice starry night. You know, you come out there, try and shoot this little blue. reefer. Yeah. Trying to get your forty, your trusty forty-four, bloody yeah. loaded in your RV, you, just in case. Just in, in case, case, Chris. Safety yeah. first. Just in case someone tries to rob you. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, this, this monstrosity emerges from the mm. from the shadows. That would shit you up. I mean, this is the one thing. Like he describes all of that stuff, and he's like, "Oh, it was more and more curious." Mm. And then I start to do. I mean, I'd be absolutely shitting myself, <laughs> at point, wouldn't you? Yeah, but you're not a bit. But I mean, the thing is, if I mean, you're maybe pack- I'm a coward. But well, yes, but also, yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also... I mean, oh yeah, that, that's a given. That's a given. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you're not, but the thing is, if you're packing, it gives you, um, it gives oh, you an extra fifty yeah. percent confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, which is why people carry guns. Yeah, well, it's statistically proven that anyone carrying if you, a gun if around you can, their, if you their carry... penis is three inches longer. That's just a fact. If you carry a gun and you also take cocaine, it gives you 100% confidence. A little tip for you there, Neil. Gak and guns. You can't really God, gak and guns. <laughs> Beautiful. So, speaking oh, of... Who so, wouldn't vote Trump? Right, anyway, sorry, back to the point. Um... Yeah, no, that, I mean, that, that is, that's just the thing for me, these eyewitness accounts. I mean, how they're not kind of like being a lot, lot more spooked by this. It does, I can't get a massively firm, but yeah, all of the unnatural movements, like the puppety stuff, um, yeah, that's all quite breaky. It's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. So it's kind of walking on its elbows and knees, but, or legs, like, because its chest's really close to the ground. So it's like, did yeah, yeah it's like, it's, it'd be horrible. I mean, yeah, it'd, be, it'd shit you up if you saw it. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, probably freak me out. I wouldn't be going chasing after it. So, um, no matter how much gack I've done, or how well armed I am. Well, um, you say that, you would. Say that, yeah, I would. Yeah. You've got root to two, and you're Just on your Just can't take a hat on, screaming <laughs> into the night. Um, get me one of them. Uh, yeah, no. I, I only wanted a cuddle. I think it's a solid eight for me. Come back, Penelope. You're out in the middle of nowhere and you bump into... It's such an innocuous name for me as well, Penelope, with this thing rooting Mm. around. I mean, because, I mean, that's not even getting... I mean, that's really the eyewitness sightings, but um, which are definitely not made up. Mm. But, um, yeah, and that's before you even get into all the toxic waste and everything else. I mean, what's happened between... I I really want to pin down what period the the lady in the car accident happened in as well. I'm guessing 20s, but... I think Toxic like, waste, though, that feels more like 50s. 
depends what sort of toxic waste we're talking about. Yeah, I can't find anything. Technically, it could be uh, a long time ago. I, I can't find anything that <clears throat> specifies that. Well, it's all very vague. It's like an episode of Archer where you get sort of bits from the 60s and bits from, you know. Mm. Yeah, bits from the 90s and yeah, bits from the Cold War. Hey, do you know what? It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a nice little tale in it. So, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me. Spooky. Yeah, so I think of the creatures we've discussed, how, like, 70 creatures yeah. we've discussed. You'd go out for a beer with a pig man, wouldn't you? would be all right. yeah. I mean, I don't. I assume. Well, a pig man's quite alpha, so I imagine he'd beat me up because I'm obviously a beta cut soy boy. Don't um, don't give him gack and a gun. Good lord! Oh god, no! He'd be too confident already. Yeah, he'd um he'd claim independence for Camac Chase. Yeah, um, correctly so. To be fair. Yeah, and then it'd become a, a special economic area, and it'd be Singapore run. <laughs> oh. That's how we grow. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, pig man independence. So I think I think this is um, this is quite a, like yeah, like the imagery of it. Yeah, I think it's quite a scary one, and it's also in the woods, which are naturally scary because humans are scared of woods because predators there be not in charge out there, are we? Not in charge. Soon find out. We thought that's, we were, where, the, that's where the pigmen weighed in with your forty-four and your five grams. So I think this is quite a spooky one. Um, yeah, it's, hor- it's it's horrible. Kind of, it's sort of kind of human, kind of not. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of moves in that horrible. We we always. I think there's something particularly jarring about something with a human body. Moving around like a spider or something. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like the thing, isn't it? When he starts, yeah. yeah, you know that kind of thing. It's really uncanny valley stuff, as you say. If like a crab does that, it's fair enough because it's it's a crab. Yeah, so I'm going to give it. I think I'm going to give it a nine nil. Fair enough, because I think this is quite scary. Yeah, uh, believability. So slightly lower <laughs> believability. I mean, <laughs> what I will say is. Whether they be true or false, we do have some. We do have some purported eyewitness accounts, right? And a lot of time, like we don't even have that. So that makes it more believable than stuff that doesn't even have that. I think that's fair to say. Mm. Even though, <laughs> well, in my this, hey man, in my opinion, right, fair enough. Calm down, pussycat. Um, so, um, but the, you know, I think we're aware that toxic waste doesn't make people into seven foot spider human crab, crab people. women. Yeah, yeah. We think, anyway, or maybe it does, yeah. and the government's uh, hiding it. I don't know. Well, we'll have to drink it then, Chris. <laughs> well, again, yeah. give it a couple of years. Um, and we'll, and we'll, and we'll have to. <laughs> I think we can revise that time scale down. <laughs> Um, so um, it's more I don't know but it, uh, I'm going to give it a four Neil. <laughs> that, that, that's the end of my sentence yeah. fair enough um, yeah not very believable for me um, yes you do I take your point about there are some moments accounts but you know the fact that they're from Ron L <laughs> sounds really similar I, I don't know the anonymous ones never 
are quite the same for me. I like something a bit verified if it's been in a newspaper or a police account. You do realise what this podcast is about, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> well, no, 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 but it's just just unbelievability, isn't it? It's not. It's just mm. one of the facets. Just one of the quadrants, Chris. Just one of the corners. It's one of the um, yeah. of the ideal urban legend. Um, <laughs> but also because I think for me here as well, intrinsically, there's not something. I mean, like a there's a lot of convoluted stuff to this. So it walks like a crab or like an alien. It's based on a lady whose husband died in horrific circumstances, mm. and then she had to go and have a little kip in a lovely bucket of toxic waste or barrel of toxic. It, and, I mean, it just sounds like a cartoon. Mm. The rest of it sounds like a horror movie, um, and very little of it is verified. It's going to be a three for me. Three. That's harsh. Uh, narrative premise, Neil. Narrative premise. Um, yeah, I think there's this. It's not loads to this, but you do. They do actually bother to build up a backstory. If it was just like a crab-like thing mm. scuttering around in the desert, there'd be nothing to say really. Um, but you've got like this horrific thing, and then you've got like a, that backstory. I think gives it a bit of narrative premise, um, although it's a bit stupid. But but you know, hey, comic book movies are popular these Life days. Is stupid. Yeah, yeah, inherently things are ridiculous, especially in increasing frequency these days. Yeah, it would be a bit comic booky, I think. It wouldn't be like a, a one for the ages, but I think it, yeah, you could you could do like a sort of B movie. John Carpenter could do like a good movie out of this. In back in his pomp. Um so yeah, I think I think there's 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 an, there's enough you could there's enough here to build on. Um and to do things like what's she been doing after that toxic incident? How's it how's it mutated her? What's she want? What doing out in the desert? Um, she, wants yeah. what, she wants what all all of us want, really. Now, legacy. Yeah, <laughs> be the biggest in town. <laughs> Just you know, a high profile on social media. Growth. I could be, yeah, become a become a huge hit on TikTok. Um, watch me do my crab walk. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. I'm, yeah, but um, so I'm going to give it a six. Six. See, I think it's not bad. I mean, I mean, it might just be that we've had a few with quite weak narrative premises, yeah. and it could be recency bias, but uh, I think it's decent. Like, it's got the decent story at the start, like, you know, of sort of the origin story. I know it's funny that it's a toxic waste thing, but, I mean, at least it's original, so I quite like it. Uh, it's original from Urban Myth. It's not original, original, but yeah. Yeah. I mean. But it's the first time we've had that. Yeah. And that's, that's all true. I can base it on. Anything outside this podcast to me is just Doesn't white exist. noise. Yeah. White noise. Um, so I think it's, yeah, it's decent and it's a good monster. Right. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, doesn't do any killings is the problem. Doesn't do any killings, no. That we know. Well, no, it did. It killed all those, that posse that came after it. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. No, I, I rescind that, yeah. So it's done some killings, seemed impervious to bullets. So I, th- I think there's, I like it. I think it's a decent narrative premise for an urban legend. It's stronger than a lot of them, just because it's got that decent story and uh, and an original anti-hero. <laughs> so I'm going to give it an eight nil. Nice. So uh, Reach. So uh, I think it's fairly well known in California. Uh, uh, but I'm not again. I'm not sure. Been on Supernatural, Chris. That's, you know, that's all my questions. So it hasn't even got a Wikipedia page. 
So I'd assume Ooh. not. Um, so maybe not. Maybe not. That. I struggled to find it on Google. I must confess, I was doing a little bit yeah. of searching in the background. I was trying to find a picture. It's so maybe not. it's fairly localized. Um, um, I think it might be. So uh, with that in mind, I guess I'll give it give it a, a three. It doesn't seem. It, it seems like no. I think even less than that, maybe. I'll give it a two nil, which is a shame, but that's the way, you know, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, I mean, it's been written about by a 14 researcher, but that seems to be pretty much where it's come from, and he's not been able to give a sort of verified account. So I'm not sure where he's got the backstory from either. But yeah, I'm not, it's quite hard to find this one. You'd have to really know what you're talking about to actually, usually with Google, if you can type these things in or you can find it on the wiki page. But um, yeah, it's going to be a two for me as well. Well, that still gives us an overall score of 46. So it's not yeah. too bad. The um, Above average. Yeah, above above average. It was really the spookiest because it is quite a scary Yes, it's monster. definitely spooky. Spookiest and, and the narrative maybe that... It's leaning premise. on spookiness and that leans into the narrative a bit, yeah. Hey, Please. man. Hey, we all Can't lean all on... Can't all be four quadrant. We all lean on something, don't we? So uh, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to uh, let us know of anything or whatever... Then uh, Just keep yourself to yourself, really. Yourself to yourself. We, you can email us. We don't want to hear from you. Herb, you are legends podcast at gmail.com. I know you won't. Um, but apart from that, we will be back uh, next week, next Thursday, um, for uh, possibly, well, depends on this guy's out, maybe the Halloween special um, at uh, 7 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time on Thursdays. <laughs> if when you're listening to this, this Which is the week before Halloween. Mm. Next week's will be the Halloween special. If yeah. not, we put it out another week. Yeah. So cool. in, in whenever. Right. See you later. Have a good week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.